Welcome into Scurry in the Scrub, episode nine here. We have a special guest today, uh, point guard of the Creighton men's basketball team. And I guess, what are we going to say, NCAA player of the week? Is that yep. what we're going to go with? That's the, that's the hype we're going to give it today. The current title. Uh, Marcus Zagorowski, my dog, my bro. Thanks for joining us today, man. How are you? I'm good, man. My pleasure, though. You chilling? Good. Yeah, I'm chilling. Good. Yep. Yeah, like first of all, how back? How how far back do uh, Scurry and the and Zagorowski go? Like, how when did you guys first like? Oh, how, long, how long has this been going on here? I've known Scurry since he was like sophomore, junior, when he was at um. What's the what's the what prep you will do again? Where at St. Mark's? Yeah, St. Mark's. I don't know. Yeah, we, I mean we right, played right, on the same yeah. AU program. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. were roommates actually no. a few a few times. Really? Yeah, we were roommates. Yeah. It was either – that was the craziest thing, man, about, the, like, watching the game this week was watching you and Jermaine. I was like, man, these are my two young – like, I was roommates <laughs> with you guys on the road a lot. With, with yeah, when we played up. Yeah, we was – yeah. that was crazy. Yeah, that was – Yeah, we go way there. back. I've we go way Curry back. for a while. Curry's we'll been on every AU program, though. <laughs> yeah, I did. I played on every AU program in New England. Yeah, the I last to, one was with Expressions. I was, yeah. yeah. But that was, the Expressions was my real stint. And that was like, you know, playing mm-hmm. with you, playing under Z. Man, those are the best times. Those are the best times. Mm-hmm. So, so is, I think are, I was, yeah. That are, was Mar- Marcus, really. are you in Omaha now because Scurry and Caleb and those guys were there? Like, it was that like a – was Mac thinking like one step ahead, trying to get Marcus on campus by bringing in Scurry and – Everything like helping you recruit you? <laughs> no, that's not why. But like, <laughs> definitely like having them here made me realize like, yeah, like it works for guys out from out in New England. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. on my visit, those Caleb and Jordan were the ones who took care of me. You know, showed me the ropes a little bit how how it is out here. So, yeah, definitely they definitely made a definitely helped me me, me coming to Crane for sure. That visit, no, was I knew. Fun. Yeah, I'd like to, Jordan. Did you know Omaha well when you were showing Marcus around? Or were you? Yeah, I did because I had been. That was my because when was your first visit? When was your visit when we went to like Slate to like TC? That was like uh that was like June of like 2017. Oh yeah. No, it might have been August of 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. August 2017. Yeah. So I that was that was great because I knew I knew you were gonna come because you were comfortable, man. You were comfortable in Omaha. Like I knew it was gonna work. <laughs> you were just because like I mean everybody knew like you just wanted to be in a gym and like just yeah. just who. And so I was like, man, you know, like your whole visit, you was like, when we go to the gym, I was like, yeah, you're coming here. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, he did. But so I don't think, I don't he think, did tell that like, story Matt, before. Matt, so you were saying, like, I don't, yeah, I don't. Jordan, think Jordan was like, Jordan, Jordan was like, on Marcus's visit, I knew he was committing. Like, it, he was like, as soon as he got here, I was like, I knew that dude was, was going to be a boy. Yeah. Just because oh, I was saying. like, you're, your access to the gym, I was like, he he just this dude doesn't want anything but a small like a school like this where he can just hoop. Like I'm like he's yeah, it's, honestly, it's that's what I'm looking for. So, no, no, yeah. no I don't distractions. Think, but I, mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. And where it's support like all the people support, all the people nice, like genuine. So hell yeah, mm-hmm. I knew you. Yeah. I I knew it. I was, I'm glad it worked out. I don't think it was had anything to do with like even real. I think you knew that Caleb and I like were comfortable and like we could operate there too. And so yeah, like, that's why you were like, all right, like if these dudes can operate here and like have like in like hooping to that level, like it'll work for me. But mm-hmm. yeah. 
And I'm glad you're still out there doing your thing, man. I'm glad. I'm so happy. I'm happy we had AU and college. Obviously, college is better. Yeah, man, for sure. So we got we got to get this thing started right though. I don't know if I want to make you mad first or if I want to make you happy first. Maybe I should just like make you mad first, and then, like ease you into the. Well, like, <laughs> something. What is it about like, LeBron? No, Lord? no, that's that's over with. We're done with that. That's <laughs> we don't need that. It is over that's with. That'll be over with. we we're getting. Don't worry, we're planning. We're gonna have Wait, a whole, that that um, definitively that definitively in the summer. I got I got screenshots to prove Marcus is a com- converted now, so don't even worry about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but your uh, your boy got starched, man. The comeback. Oh I'm gonna start there. God. Yeah, like all this. Connor's back. He's serious now. All that stuff. You bought all of that, and then he comes in. I mean, he. But if I'm being honest, he was. He looked really good. You know, he looked good the first round. His body looked good. He looked. Yeah. He looked ready. He's just on them leg kicks. He wasn't prepared. But I mean, his power isn't the same up there anymore, man. He's not. Starched. I know he's. He's not starting fibers. You know, he's taking a boxing like his stance is a boxing stance. He's not. He's too much boxing going on. You know that, that that's what that's what I saw from the fight. That's what my brother saw and that's what my dad saw. So and then he came up with something about too much boxing. And I mean, I mean, he lost. You know, I I can't. He always I have comes. No he excuse. always comes out. He always comes out with something though. Like yeah, he lost. I mean, obviously, I think the game the UFC like. Every year it changes. Like, I feel like evolution of it. Yeah. So he, he he just has to get. You know. Yeah. He, he hasn't had. He hasn't had activity. I mean, you can't count the Cowboy fight. It doesn't count. So either. before that, his his last win was in 2016. Was uh Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. Before yeah. that was 2016. So it's like he hasn't been active in that sport. It's so new that it changes every year. Like, like that leg kick. I think it's new. Like that specific leg kick going at that calf. Yep. It's a new thing in UFC because like, and once you get kicked there, it's like. I mean, only like the Nate Diaz just can get through that. Like we're being honest, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> only, right. only a select few guys can 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 uh, fight off that pain. But so who's there'll next, be a rematch? Who's next for your guy though? Like he's taking L's. Like this is like five years of L's. Basically, he went to box Floyd, got whipped, got whipped by Nate. Got whipped by Khabib. Yeah, but he like decisioned Nate. Nate like choked him out. Like. He could have killed him if there wasn't. He's gonna room. he's gonna fight mm-hmm. Poirier again in in, in in the summer. See, I hate that fight because he's not ready for that. He needs like a build up. I'm here for it. Why does he always get every rematch he wants too? Like, <laughs> what is it? What is it about? I that? know you know how Dana is. Dana doesn't care. Because yeah, just a shot caller. Yeah, he's a shot caller. No, they, they, you saw Dana. Dana was so mad Connor lost. He just mm-hmm. wants, he wants the big he wants the big money fights. Yeah. You know, I agree. I don't think Connor deserves it. I don't think he deserves the fight, but UFC is different than every other sport. Like, sure. it's not who deserves it; it's who brings in the most revenue. Yep. I want to see the mm-hmm. Max rematch because Max was boxing dudes up that Kelvin Cater. I don't want to see that. Why don't you want to? See- <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who to root for. In that Max look good. I do. I want to see Max versus Volkanovski. I want to see that again. Yeah, that needs to. Happen. Even though I do think Max beat him. Yeah, those was- those were two good fights though. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it's so not we'll like. One of them got whipped, and it was like ten rounds. Like I don't even know, but they're clearly the two best fighters in that division. Though that's tough, right? Like yeah. who else is even in that? No one's else is even in that league. Kelvin Cater was supposed yeah. to be, and then Max beat this, beat him senseless. That yeah. wasn't even like a good fight. I felt bad for Kelvin in that fight. I was like, ooh. Cater's Cater, Cater was out from where me and Scurry live. Did you know oh, really? that uh, story? Yeah, yeah. I, I I met Cater when I, I watched him train one time when I was home. Oh really? 
Like Michael's kind of cool with him, so yeah, it was cool. To see, I mean, I didn't like seeing that. But I didn't like seeing it be down like that, but <laughs> but uh, he like I remember him telling me he wants to fight Max Holloway. This is before the card. Where, where did he, he work out? He works out like right by low, right right by Lowell. He's from um, I forget where he's from, like Western Mass. So yeah, but he works out in Lowell. He works at a few places. So that's dreams. where he's yeah, yeah that's where he's from. It's it's cool. It was cool seeing that. Yeah, he's got nice hands though, but he did not I didn't match know, up. I didn't know he was from here. No, Max looked crazy nice. Though. That mm-hmm. was crazy. That was the best part. That was he's. The, I mean, he's the best boxer in UFC. You got to be the way he was like that. I thought he had lost a step too. I was worried about him. I was like, man, he might get start. You know that like wearing. I remember you did tell me. I mean, I up. agree with you because all them, but I think no sparring that that, that that's helped him. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Like Robbie Lawler, like Robbie Lawler had like a good second half of his career because he didn't spar for like years, and like yeah. his like saved his chin essentially for maybe uh-huh. three or four more years. So, yeah, that's serious stuff. Exactly. Yeah, well, I just wanted to give you some give you some crap because Connor got starched in the, you know, he's overrated. He's been overrated. Tough, he's been overrated rough. since the jump, but he keeps like you know, picking good fights. For that was himself, a rough scene so. night. That was a bad, that was a bad night. But then Brady won the Super Bowl. You know, like a week that's later. Right. So. That's right. That's what I wanted I was, to get into I next. Let me make yeah, you feel so good it, now. Yeah. You, like, uh, listen, let's give like credit where it's due. He jumped the bandwagon, but he, you know, you got to ride with the goat. Like that's like, you, you want to win at the end of the day. Every, every fan wants to win. Every player wants to win. So you just ride with the winners. Like, so uh, Marcus yeah. saw new England and he was like, nah, I'm going to go rock with Brady. <laughs> Jordan stayed on the New England bandwagon because Cam came on. He's like, I'm going to ride with Cam for a little bit here until the wheels fall off. And then that wheel Marcus... fell off quick. <laughs> quick, bro. It was like, it was right after, after Cam got COVID. It was like, I don't even like Sundays anymore. Like, this is yeah, wild. I even like, watched it... one Patriots game. I go, man. I watched, <laughs> watched one. Oh, I tortured myself. I, to- I just, yeah. I tortured myself, though, because I just, was upset that the Bills were killing like that, but that's neither here nor there. What was your first yeah. – what was your uh, – there was a minute there where you thought the Patriots were going to be okay, like they were going to be back in the playoffs and, like, continuing the game. When was that? What would they beat? I forget. What? At, when they Seahawks. when they only lost to the Seahawks. Okay, yeah, last, that's right, like, yeah. At the end because Cam didn't punch it in. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, we still win in the division. Like we, <laughs> we like that. We- Joy, you can just you should share everybody around here. They were like, oh, like it's the system. That's why Brady was successful. It's the system. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I was, I, I think I jacked that for like about two weeks, three weeks. I don't know. I was, I like, was like, no, why would no, he, no. I, I was bitter though. What I realized now, see, because we can look back, we can grow, we learn from mistakes we make, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I now can be like. I was upset that he left. That's all it was. Because I was like, why would he leave? Like, that I wasn't. doesn't even make sense. That, and I'm like, no, no, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Get paid. Show everyone that you can win without Completely. Belichick. Exactly. No. Yeah. Like I, cold was weather. I was making him. I was mad that he left. I was mad that he left. Yeah, yeah, he knew Bay? he would have what? some players around him. He was. No, but <laughs> you know it, too. I said I used to say it. I was like, he did the classic New Englander thing <laughs> to do. Like. Do all your dirty work in your twenties and thirties and, and all that. Well, no, twenties and thirties yeah. in New England, and then you move right down to Florida. You go right to the sunshine, and you go out there and retire. You, I was thinking retire, but he's like, no, yeah, I'm gonna go do, do the forties, fifties in Canada. Yeah, he's gonna do. He's gonna work in his forties, fifties, and just keep plugging out Super Bowls. 
But dude, I was I, tell, I was telling Jordan last week though, the be- like I don't I don't know if Belichick's that good. Like, because if you, I, I was like I went back and looked at it. Yo, I, Matt I has like, made me Matt has made me question Belichick. For yeah. Me. So listen to this, Marcus. Nah. Like, so Belichick has missed the playoffs eight years of his coaching career. Seven of those years, he didn't have Brady as his starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one year with Cassell, whatever. Matt, 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 Matt Castle, Castle, Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, seven. The only year they, the only year he missed the playoffs with Brady was the year after they won the first Super Bowl, like when Brady was like twenty-one, like still a pub. Yo. So he's missed really? the, every every time he doesn't Brady, he misses the playoffs, dude. So like, wait a minute, yeah. what if he's not that? Good? <laughs> what if it really is Brady this whole time? Like, what if it's like the point? Well, the bad thing, the thing is, like, I I don't even know because like the way New England's looking now, it's like, and the way coaching goes in like coaching careers go like it's like I don't even know if he's at the point like they're obviously going to give him a chance and he'll have a like chance to like have a few more years but like he's not going to be able to like there's nothing now we can say that's like I mean even if he I guess I mean maybe wins a Super Bowl then we can be like that but like here's the other other part of it's looking right now it's like here's the other part of it too (laughs) here's the other part of it too what does his coaching tree look like like how many of those dudes leave yeah. leave, the, leave Brady and Gone. Belichick and then go and be successful? None of them, right? They're all yeah. like yeah. they all get cooked in two or three years, and then they're back in New England trying to help mm-hmm. out. So like mm-hmm. I I really think it is Brady. I think they're just all trash. <laughs> nah, <laughs> They've been trying yeah. all trash, dude. It's just Brady. It's him. Like he just has like a crazy leadership quality about him that he can bring whatever the rosters are, however many dudes that are on the roster, he can bring all those dudes together. And make them believe that they're the best in the yep. world. That's it. Yeah. I just that's like, like the I'm, I'm supremely that's convinced. Like the he went spot. to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and won a ring in year one. The Bucks, dude. Stupid. They were it that's a even, trash organization. It still, it still doesn't even, even make sense. It still doesn't even make sense. He beat Breeze, Rogers, and Mahomes one 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 back to you. Let line them up, knock them down. Like you gotta be kidding me. I hear no lies, man. It is over crazy. with. Like there is nothing is to crazy. talk about. It's time to just like did it. time to just admit that he's lapping the field at this point. There is no, he has no peer. It's Brady. Mm-hmm. Then you can like, all right, Montana this was good, Manny was good, Rogers was good, all that. You can put them. They were up. good. Yeah. Then there's no comparing in that sport. Yeah, they all know now. They all know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it, it goes for itself. I think I think they're all just shook that he's even still playing. Like imagine being like. Pay Manning and being like, holy shit, he's still going. I know. That's what I mean. He's like, he has like new, new blood to compete against. Like, because it's not even like, it's not even like, yeah, he's, he's like the best Hall of Famer ever, but it's like, he's still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's crazy. Let's move on because everybody's going to start thinking this is like a Brady podcast if we don't stop talking about him every week or whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we seriously, we, we, the last three weeks we've just we like opened up with Brady and have not stopped essentially. Last week was it was just an ode to Brady. That was just mm-hmm. – we had a lot of fun. We spent yeah, like, we, 90, we we spent like 90 minutes. Well deserved. Um, but, yeah, you guys are coming off that big win over George or uh, Villanova. Um, yes, sir. Like, are you are you glad that this week is what setting up to be what it is after that after beating Georgetown, beating Villanova, that you guys can get get some rest, uh, recover a little bit, and kind of work on yourselves for you know the last couple weeks of the season before the NCAA tournament? Do you feel like that's a pretty good time for that to happen? Yeah, he big time. I I think it's huge for us. I think we can can all get a little a little bit better. 
you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. We can all work in, in practice now. We can kind of work on ourselves. So, because the past few weeks we haven't been able to do that, it's all been scout. It's all been work, working how to beat the other team instead of trying to improve on what we need to improve on. So, and then just kind of being able to decompress just a little bit, sit back. You know, we we've, we've had like multiple road trips these past couple of weeks, so being able to be here for a little long period of time, go to you know, get get our get our books done and stuff like that. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. I think I think it'll make a difference down the stretch. And so yeah. Were you guys really confident going into that game on Saturday? Were you guys – we were. Like, where, like you know, where you were at? Yeah, I mean, we knew we, we knew we could beat them. You know, we knew if we just kind of just, you know, just play the way we play, you know. And I think, you know, this 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 time, you know, for us is, you know, playing against a top five team, it kind of, you know, brings that extra juice, brings that extra edge to you. We, we, knew, we knew it was a huge win for us to, you know – for us, for the for the March for March Madness, and for you know, try and win a regular season biggest title like last year. So we knew there was some things on the line, and we knew we had to pull this one through, and you know, we did that. Yeah, I think like you guys, if I'm doing the math right, I think you actually control your own destiny now. Because That's what, what I'm saying, what you guys have left, and what Nova has left, if you guys all play those games, if you beat Nova one more time, winning percentage at best ties you, which means you yeah. win it again. So. That win on Saturday. Is Nova going to play all their games? I don't know, but whatever they have left, I don't know if they're going to add any. If they add any, it there's, there's no way they play all their games. I just don't see how it's possible. Oh, they won't play twenty. No way. No, that's what I'm saying. They won't even get. They won't even get close. Because there's just yeah, not so, enough time. You know, for them to, there's not enough time for them to add all the games in. So that's what I'm saying, yeah. So the goal for us is to win out these next four. And, yeah. You know, that's 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 our goal, and we know we know it's possible, but we know it's going to be hard. So mm-hmm. we got to. We definitely got some stuff to work on. But, like, I don't know, Jordan, both of you guys, like, what's an 11 – do you like an 11-day layoff? Like, what is – is there – are there negatives to that? Or do you just all look at it from the, from a building standpoint of what you guys can gain from it? Like, you were pretty sharp. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was going to, like, shut that off, you know? Yeah, I was going to I was gonna ask you about that because I was like, yeah, you guys are just – I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird time of year to have this kind of layoff. Like, we – I don't think I've ever had, like, end of – February, like, kind of long layoff, like. Yeah, we, it's definitely, I mean, there's obviously a downside to it, you know, not playing for over a week will be, in that first game bag, you'll be a little unfamiliar mm. with everything, but, mm. you know, I'm, I get why, you know, this year is just so different, you know, you, yeah. the season, we've been going since August, we, mm-hmm. we've been really good with this COVID stuff, you know, we haven't really had a case, you know, knock on wood, and we, you know, we haven't been shut down. We haven't missed. We have, we're the only team probably, like, in the country to not miss a game. Feels like or it. we have to reschedule mm-hmm. a game. So, like, and then, you know, I think compared to this, with this year, it's just a lot. I think it's more emotionally draining with everything. You know, you got to mm-hmm. – it's just different, you know, with COVID. You know, you got to – schedule's different. You know, you're – it's like basketball school, basketball school. You can't really have, really, like, like, an outlet because you don't want to put the team at risk. Mm-hmm. You got to be smart. So having this layoff, coach sees it as like a time to decompress, a time to, you know, get your get your get your mental good, get your get your body right. You know, yeah. we have some guys that are, have some bumps and bruises that they can get better, at, you know, for this last stretch of the season. So I think there is a downside to it, but I think the positives outweigh the negatives in the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's what coach said. Because you know, I, I bet I mean I'm guessing coach could have gotten the game in. 
you mm. know, maybe like a non-conference game just mm. to play. But um, he, you know, I agree with him. We talked about it. Yeah, I think it's best. And we'll we'll get after in practice. We'll we'll play him mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, we so. Nah, yeah, we'll, nah, we'll still I, be ready. You know, I can imagine it's that. good. Yeah, it must be nice to have some time right now. Just That's what like I'm saying. Yeah, decompress. That's true. Yeah, especially now because it's like you're in after this break. There's no more breaks, right? Like, because exactly. Gonna be, yeah, mm-hmm. that's gonna be taken mm-hmm. to the end. So now yep. is an important important time. So it's good that you guys are coming at these two wins. Those are big. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. I'm guessing if we didn't beat Bill, we'd probably try to schedule a game. You know, yeah. I don't know. You know, how, you, you know how that is. You know how it goes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. So it was good to finish strong going into oh. this last break. So yeah, you guys can make it really happen now going forward. That's what I'm saying. You know, knowing we beat them, it gives us like it would have so awesome. sucked to lose. Yeah, have 11 days off after after a loss, we could just sit on it. But yeah, yeah. So. Winning versus Nova makes this like day break a lot easier. Much better. Much better. <laughs> yeah. So what's a typical uh, I could feel it. What's a typical day for you like when you're trying to you mentioned like trying to stay safe. Um but then like it's like school, basketball, like all that stuff can get kind of monotonous without some type of social deal to shake it up, right? Like what's what is isolation like for you every day now? Like what's the typical day? I mean I've always been like you're always scary knows I'm always yeah, yeah. it's you know? true wrong dude to ask. I, I'm always I don't do nothing like I don't go out I'm always like on 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 chill mode but uh it's definitely different this year, you know but you know a, a day for me like like a day with practice because I mean I don't we don't have practice today. Mm-hmm. So a day a day with practice, you know, wake up we have breakfast at like eight eight forty five, so we'll go there. But so we have like a a thirty minute period. That it's we eat at Harbor, and like no one else, no other team is allowed to be in that uh, the Harbor cafeteria for that thirty minute period. Just us, so we stay away from everybody else. And then uh, Zoom class or in class, you know, they they we, we're still allowed to go to class, but you know, we I sit but far away from other students mm. just to be safe. And then um. Practice usually practice around two thirty, two uh two thirty. We're practicing, then you know we just we just I just we have dinner, then chill, stay in your room, or you know if you want to go get some food, just be really smart. You know it's it's kind of like an everyday thing. So honestly, like for me, like life isn't that much different. It's just like it is different at the end of the day. Like we don't see you, Matt. Like at practice, you can you like you don't have that social kind of thing. You just see you you just see the people in your program, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely different. Like, but um, it's not that much different for me. I can't lie. Like, I'm 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 always chilling. But that's what I was wondering. Like, I was wondering if guys are like driving themselves crazy with this stuff because the isolation just it can drive you nuts if you're thinking about the same things every single day with no escapism. Yeah. Right? You know, like yeah. I mean, John, Johnny, Johnny. I mean, we went to. Um, what's the golf place called again? What's it? Top Top Golf. We went to Top Golf like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was nice. And you know, when we're on the road, we're usually you know we all bring our game systems and we'll set up on the projectors and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll play games. So, so we we do little stuff to try. It's still yo, it's still team dinners and stuff, right? On the road and all that. Like y'all be going out different. I mean, where it's like we're at. your room. It's no, we'll, we'll have it like in like a ballroom, or we'll go. It depends where we're at. We'll if it's like. The East Coast and like Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. like everything shut down, so like it'll, it'll be in a ballroom in the hotel. 
you know, isolated from every, from everybody else. But the ho- um, the hotel bring the food and stuff. Yeah, hotel. Like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, cool. But some places we have gone out. We we have gone to uh, just where you can. Yeah, where we like Marquette, where we did the, uh, the same spot. Okay, okay. yeah, 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 yeah that same sense. spot. And um, home home games we haven't really like only one time before a game it was, it was the Villanova game. We went to Spencer's. Oh dang, that's, crazy. that's the only time this year. That's it. You haven't been to Jay no, Gilbert's yet. No, Jay Gilbert's yet. Oh, Gilbert's <laughs> so y'all have been balling like this, and you haven't even had Jay Gilbert's. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Undefeated, yo. You know, if so, you're t- that's crazy. Nah. I didn't even know. I hope that is actually pretty good. Like, they, they provide no, good food. I've heard. That's, good it damage. sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I was touching Ain't nothing like Jay yeah. Gilbert, so no. Yo, I can't believe that. That that was really the ritual last year. Yeah. We no, looked man, forward that's... to that. Because they like would me. let us. That was the best because they would let us throw the games on. Like, we could watch all the yeah. NBA games in there. So, it was like. That's when it became. That's when the pregame meal became fun. Like that's that. what Mitch and I were. We were talking about the other day. Like we missed just like the food. Yo, what? It's like when, like when, when life's normal. Like being an athlete on, on Crane basketball, you just like you eat so good. And like we still so do right good, now. Man. We still, like, I'm so not complaining. Good. Like I'm still grateful for the. Food. But like yeah, yeah, yeah. When of life's course, normal. Of like we have a recruit every other every other weekend and like. Man, to dinner. man, we 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 would eat at Jay Gilbert's twice a week. So we have, well, man. I have a steak twice a week. So like, <laughs> man, don't have tell him, anymore, tell him, man. man, tell him, because I've been missing it. I was definitely missing it. I definitely I took it for granted. Like I remember my freshman year, I was so grateful. When I was a sophomore year, I was like balling. I'm like, man, I'm mm-hmm. balling. Mm-hmm. No, I was having my too life crazy. now. Like I'm eating good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dang, like this is crazy. It's true. Like. It's so true. But, you get um, to a point. Yeah. That's too funny. We got a bunch of fan questions in. I don't know. Jordan, do you want to – is there anything you got for him before we jump into the fan Q&A? Because we got – honestly, the fans came through today. Like, they got some creative ones. So oh, we got some good fans. Yeah, the yeah. fans came through. Got, I thought they were just going to be like, when's he going to the pro and all that? I thought there was going to be like 15 NBA draft questions and like, mm-hmm. cut them all off. Like, mm-hmm. we only got one NBA draft question. It was from a Seton, Hall, it was from a Seton Hall fan. So, I actually understand – why a Seton Hall fan would ask that. Like, yeah, you might, want, <laughs> you might want him gone quick. <laughs> They've seen yeah. too much They're of like, this. When, can, when, yeah. is he, when is he leaving this conference? Well, I, I tried to ask it in a nice way. He's like, is Mike helping him and everything like that? Like, <laughs> helping him, like, with the draft? And, like, when's he going to go? And, like, is he done bombing threes on Seton Hall, please? Like, it was, all, it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, no, nah, we're not asking NBA draft. That's hilarious. But I love that it was from a Seton Hall fan. Like, I don't know, but Jordan. That's anything, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, what the fans have at it? No, nah, we'll let that hands out about it. I want to dive into. These are good. These okay. are good. Yeah, these are good. So the first one, um, this first one's kind of funny. Uh, it's for all of us actually. So, if Bud Crawford invited you to his gym and was looking, oh, nah. <laughs> was looking for a sparring partner, would you step <laughs> into the ring? Who want to answer that first? Because uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I'll go first. Cause I was thinking about this. Like I used to. I used to box like when I was younger, um, like in the gym, everything like training and all that stuff. Like, and I'm telling you right now, I would rather face. It was easier fighting the guys who hit hard than the dudes who were fast, because at least with the dudes who hit hard, because you got headgear on and stuff when you're sparring. So like, at least with the dudes who hit hard, you can like see it coming most of the time, and you can either roll with it a little bit and absorb the shot, yeah. or you can smother it with your with your with your guard, and like it won't hurt as bad, you know. 
but with dudes yeah. who are fast, like you don't see half of the shit coming. It like just you know what I'm saying. And Bud he's is a fast dude, and hits hard. Yeah, Bud is a dude who's fast and he hits hard as hell. So yeah, it's like a bad half. dream. It's like a bad dream. It's yeah. like a, I would spar. I would spar ten rounds with Deontay Wilder before I sparred one with Bud. Like it would hurt way different. Way different. Yeah. Like he'd maybe because it's I'm unexpected. Forget, I would forget it's family. unexpected hurt. Yeah. Because you, yeah, no, because you know. You wake up and you're like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what happened? You're like, well, you got drilled by three straight to the chin and you didn't see any of them. Like, oh, really? (laughs) Like, it's just different. (laughs) Not fighting fast, guys. Yeah. I mean, to answer his question, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to his, I'm going to his. Boxing gym and some jeans, maybe a hoodie. Like, I, I same, same. Looking real casual. Make sure there's no yeah, athletic yo. gear whatsoever. I gotta, I'm gonna tell him I got like a date. And like, uh, I might, I, gotta, I might I wear go. a full suit just so he knows I'm not fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta have no some plan. You have to have facts. You gotta have an escape plan. No. Yeah. No. There's and no. screw your dad. Your screw your dad boxes too, right? Doesn't your dad box, Jordan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. know exactly what he's you know, too. Yeah, they all in his, yeah, yeah. You know exactly what you'd be getting mm-hmm. into, and it's a no, right? <laughs> I'm still not doing it. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know how no. I, I, each sparring goes. Everyone going to tune in. Everyone going to mm-hmm. come and watch. Like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm all uh-huh. good. Mm-hmm. Especially so that spar. Yeah. Oh, let's watch, Bud. Hell no. <laughs> it'd be on like TMZ. It'd be on like TMZ tomorrow. Like Bud Crawford, like knocks out college basketball player, basically, like. Yeah. yeah, knocks out, kills. Yeah, probably something about the way I move. He might not like, and he might just mm-hmm. hit me a little harder. So I'm good. Yeah, he's he's like a mean, like he, the way he fights too. He's mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If it was so much, he's like he was, a bully. Like, he's a bully. If it was he's like 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 Lomachenko, like I know he's nice. Yeah, but he's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's right. nice. He's a nice dude. Like I know he'll feel bad when he beats me up, but I'm not gonna feel bad. No. <laughs> If Bud, if so you like, step in the ring with Bud, he takes it personal immediately. Like it's like, oh you yeah, it's like it's, it's, you it's like the here. story. It's it's like the Jordan thing. Like I'm taking that personal. Like, right. Um, <laughs> you, you can go in there yeah, with the best like of intentions. In, You're like, I know I can't beat you, but I'm gonna try. Like if you do that, he's like, I'm gonna kill you because you stepped in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like steps in the ring. It's like, and I took that personally. Like, mm-hmm. wow, <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. No more. Wow. Yeah. I'm, yeah, no chance. I'm stepping in now. That ring, no chance. All right, that is three no's on sparring Bud Crawford. Hard no's. Hard no's. Hard no's. <laughs> um, this question is actually pretty good. Um, I like this one because I think it, uh, it's a unique way to like think about the game a little bit. So, um, this this uh, questioner wants to know when you're on the floor and like running the show, basically uh, doing your you know running the plays, running the sets, getting everybody organized. What's the hardest part about like commanding an offense, like commanding the game, controlling mm-hmm. the game? Because that, you it's know, you true. hear all the time the point guard controls the pace, dictates the terms, and that usually is how styles are decided, basically. So, what's the hardest part about doing that? The hardest part, I'd probably say, is oh, that's, that's that's a good question. Mm-hmm. That's a really I thought good so too. Yeah, that's a really good question. Yo, that's a there's one. a lot of dynamics as being a point guard, especially in this offense where, like, we, you know, discovering that we got like a million sets. Man, we got a million. And we, you know, I I try and um, turnover. My bad, my, my turnover. Turnover. Turn turnover, right? Look, man. <laughs> and um, you know, I try and make sure we're all on the same page at all times. Like, you know, when coach calls out a set, you know, we we I don't necessarily want to tell the 
like everybody because the other team might hear they might know Mm -hmm. you know they they scout so like the key is to try and get everyone on the same page before you know if we have a setting but also like hardest part is probably trying to get everyone involved and but also staying aggressive at the same time you Mm -hmm. you know i think i you know i like it's I always try and take the approach of stay, stay aggressive at all times, but sometimes the way defense guards, you know, me is, you know, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to give something up to take, to take more of me away. So I trying to figure out that early on is, is probably the, um, is the hardest part. I'd say like, just trying to figure out what, what are they doing to try and stop us? You know, they're obviously going to leave something open. And, and and want us and want them to want have have us beat them this way. So just trying to find that early on, so so that, so early on I can figure that out. And then once I get that going, and then they'll be like, oh, we can't stop them this way. And then it's a, then it's a wrap. You can kind of just just go. So I probably say that, but you know it is. Jay Wright but, said after the Jay Wright said after the game that they threw different looks at you on Saturday, and you pretty much figured them all out essentially. Like. Is there anything you don't um, or you haven't seen or you don't feel comfortable attacking at this point? I mean, I guess that you shouldn't answer that second part, but <laughs> that's don't answer that second part. But like in terms of like when defenses throw <laughs> stuff set up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, oh, shit, that's how we guard Creighton. Uh, like, is there anything you're not you you haven't seen yet in terms of a defense trying to uh, take away as many of your guys' strengths as possible out there? Um, I think UConn probably did the best. You know, they, they run like, you know, they really try to trap the ball screen. Mm. They really try not – it's not necessarily trap it, but really – uh, and then they – instead of tagging off the strong side, they, they tag off the weak side corner. Yeah, so it's like, like a, it's a tough they pass. Like, mm-hmm. They don't let you turn the corner. They try yeah. to – So, say I, say I have a ball screen on the, on the left side, they yeah. take away the, – the bottom guy on the way right corner, Mm. Is the guy that's gonna tag, so it's like it's hard to make that pass. Oh, but, yeah, you know, yeah. I think we, I think we do a good job of, like, the key for that is to just mm-hmm. almost don't even use it, just hold it, and then kind of just dribble backwards almost, and then just mm-hmm. zip that pass over. So, mm-hmm. but like in that case, it's hard to be aggressive downhill because they're just taking it away. But yeah. yeah, but you know, just constantly trying to figure out ways to like. Like if the team's gonna do that, then let's let's get out in transition. Let's try and let's try and get them out in transition quick. You know that's what I would tell my teammates. Like let's just go quick now. That and not let them set up because when they're set up, they're really hard to beat. Or mm-hmm. kind of just attack on like the third side of, of of the possession, not not the first. I'm just like maybe the third. Mm-hmm. So just little stuff like that. That as a point guard, I've realized I've I think I've grown a lot. Is trying to figure out defenses and then trying to what's the best approach of of attacking it first so it opens up everything else down in the second half. Yeah. No, like you saw, I think the other thing you guys did on Saturday too was you changed your your ball screen coverages a little bit. You played them a little bit differently. Um, but I think you were trying to make Villanova basically like pull up off the dribble because you guys play that game really well. You're good at coming off ball screens and, mm-hmm. you know, coming off the dribble and shooting and it doesn't really – um change all that much in terms of your efficiency like you dens mitch you're all good at like off the dribble shooters um villanova seemed a little uncomfortable doing that like they're more spot up guys like they want to get downhill get into the paint use that jump stop pivot where they can reverse the floor and and then when they get you guys in rotations then they find their spot up guys who are already in position to just let it fly essentially 
So was that like something you guys identified? Like, hey, let's 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 play the ball screen a little bit differently and make them shoot off the dribble more. Yeah, I mean, we knew that. I think like they put Coach Mac Huss, They all they they get into the stats of other players, and Huss is really good at that. I mean, we all are, all the coaches are, and they figured out they they make way more threes off the catch than off the dribble. Mm. Like it's like way more. I like it's like crazy. Like the stat is crazy. Like they don't. They don't really shoot off the dribble as much. Maybe mid ranges, but in terms of threes, they don't really. You know, they. I mean, and they had good looks too. So you know, next game we're gonna have to try and take those away. Mm-hmm. But um, but we knew that if they they would they would have a lot more success scoring if they got us in rotation. And they got yeah. downhill and we overhelped and they and they got you know and up fake. So we knew that if we just stayed in front, it was it was a lot of it was just one on one defense. You know, we knew that going in. We knew that we couldn't have, because they have five shoes out there at all times. So, you know, we knew that going in, you know, that we had to stay in front and, you know, our ball screen defense was just go under and, you know, make make them beat us off dribble threes or or one on one or one on one post up scores. <clears throat> um, let's see what our next one is. Sorry, I was looking it up. Let's see. Uh. This next one is uh, which NBA player? <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at this one. Jordan. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Because I'm going to go on my tangent. Go ahead. Yeah. Me. Okay. I'm laughing about this one. Because, um, so this this person wants to know which NBA players do you try to model your game after? And the, the, the comment is I'm assuming his answers will be different than Fred Van Vliet and Mike Bibby. So, like, let's just talk <laughs> about that. How annoyed do you get Can that we that? talk How about that, Chris? Do you get annoyed? Are you just like you shake it off now? Or are you just annoyed? Like, is it still? I, I don't even pay. I don't even look at it. I don't even. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't really even look at it to be yeah, honest. So, yeah, smart. Because I'm just like I now. I'm forced to look at it because I'm looking at crate mask, wall stuff like yeah. to actually cover it right. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, if you guys wanted to play like light skin lookalike game, we could do that. But like, don't make this. A college basketball comparison, like, come on, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I, no, I, I love know. I love that Mike Bibby entered the conversation like this year. Like it was Fred Van Vliet first, and I'm just like, they don't really, no, it's they don't really people, play the I same think, way, and they look alike. So I'm like, okay, that's too easy. And then all of a sudden, like Mike Bibby entered the conversation, and I'm like, I'm like, that dude looks like Marcus too. Like, why are we doing lookalikes? Bibby yeah, played in an yeah. era where they didn't even set ball screens hardly. Like. That's neither of them played. Play neither like of them. Neither of them played in offense like Creighton. Neither no. of them like. Come on, like. Yeah. Bibby was like a one, just, one Hooper, like that. He couldn't. He could, yeah. I mean, he was a scorer. And he was like shooter, a. Like, he, he was like an and one early two thousand yeah. style <laughs> basketball player. Yeah. We're not making this comparison to like twenty twenty one. Bat. I'm sorry. Right. I can't. But it's I like just, light, it's like it. light skin six one point guard with a fade. It's like, come on, that's just and that's what they type in Google stock, and then they, <laughs> it comes up and they're like, oh yo, let's compare him to Marcus. You're like, what? <laughs> Why, bro? I get so annoyed. I get so annoyed for you. It's okay. I'll get annoyed for you. Yeah, you don't see it. You're smart. You locked in. I feel you. I don't have. I'm not locked I'll in. Like I'm trying to pay attention. Like, good. Don't. Don't. Because I do, and it's annoying. I see it. And yeah, I'm just like, what? That's another dude who looks just like him. Like, why are we doing this? Like, you can't. It's not just look watch. Like watch. And once in like a couple weeks, it's gonna be like, oh, he's starting to play like Jason Kidd. You're gonna be like, Jason what? Kidd. Jason like, Kidd's gonna be next. It will be. It will oh. be for real. Uh, so, but the question was, the question was, and what NBA players do you model your game after? So, like, who do you, 
who do you like to watch? Who do you like to take things from? Who do you like to learn from? Yeah, I mean, obviously my brother. You know, mm-hmm. I've always, mm-hmm. I've always, I learned a lot of stuff. I, I'm, I, the way I play is a lot of it learned from him. You know, he kind of set the blueprint for me. I watched him throughout my whole life. So, got to go with him, number one. I mean, obviously we play different, you know, in, you know, he's six six. You know, I think I, you know, he's he's more of a guy who uses his, his height to his his advantage. I don't really have that to my advantage, but you know, we obviously play different. But I learn a lot from him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I take a lot. From, you know, I've watched Steve Nash growing up. You know, he's always been one of my favorite point guards. Just the way he, you know, finds advantages without his athleticism or he's not the fastest. He's not the, but I think he's one of the smartest. I think he's a great leader. I think he just finds holes in the defenses and really attacks that. And he, he played in an era where it was really slow, but I think the Suns in that era were like the fastest team. And so just seeing him, just watching him play, and, you know, I think, I you know, I until this day I watch I watch games of him and just to try and learn from him and his ball screen reads and his – and just just his pace out there. And then, um, you know, I, I actually have – I have watched some, you know, I above the Van Fleet thing, you know, I've – you know, just the way he, his pace and, you know, how he takes his time, mm-hmm. how he – you know, he's not the biggest guy, not the, not the fastest guy. And just the way he finishes on, around the rim and gets his – how he gets his three his, his threes off is is real cool. And his, his ball screen reads as well. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I don't – you know, models probably – I don't really model my game after anybody because that's not hard. But I take things from other point guards. You know, I, I try and take, like, specific moves or, like – you know, I watch all point guards to be honest, but I don't. I wouldn't say I model my game after a specific one. Like, I'm not gonna watch Kyrie Irving and go out there and try and beat Kyrie Irving. Yeah, That's just not right. realistic. Yeah. But I'll take things from him and I'll like I'll watch him set up a ball screen reader. I'll watch him how he attacks a guy one on one and how does he how does he get by someone in that like he he won't do anything crazy. But if you really look at it from like a perspective of trying to take everything from it, then Oh, I can see why because he kind of he looked this way, but went but, but went that way, and he shifted his body this way and went and went this way. So that's what I look at from smaller point guys in the NBA. But you know, I watch a lot of point guys. Like like I watch Kemba Walker play. I watch his. He has a really good crossover. He gets really low, and then that's like when when Kemba Walker d- drives down in the paint, he and gets under the hoop. He I don't know how he gets it off, but he gets it off real. real Real quick on like seven footers, like Scar, you you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching the Celtics, you probably watch. No, absolutely, Celtics. absolutely. Yeah, like he's no. not, he's you a- you've always had a very good like understanding in your game, like, and I think you just like what you're just talking about is just how you you know what works for you, and you know like what you can add to your. That's what I'm saying. Own like what kind of applies to you, like what moves you're gonna make, like you know what moves you're gonna make, so you know which players to watch who have been in similar situations and all that. I've always noticed that kind of about you. So, like, I think that's just kind of what you're speaking to. Yeah, and, like, I watch Steph Curry, but I'll never – Yeah. Like, it's just unrealistic to, like, model yeah, my game. of course, of course, yeah. But, like, in terms of watching him play, how he runs runs mm-hmm. off the ball and figures out how to get open and just his pace the way he plays off the ball and gets the ball back and just cuts and then – just I watch stuff like that. Like, oh, like, that's the best player in the world. He doesn't need the ball in his hands. Exactly. To, to be to, effective. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to be effective or to create space. You know, I, growing up, I always thought I need the ball to create space. I need to make a move on somebody. I need to 
break somebody down and make like no you don't necessarily you can and in mm-hmm. times of games you're gonna have to but like in terms but if you want to be a complete point guard complete you know scoring point guard a guy and you can you can uh set ball you can you can set screens off the ball you can you can run off a down screen you can fade and uh, up fake stuff like that. I've I've learned from watching guys like that. But in terms of modeling, so much. yeah, there, there isn't really a point guard I model, but I take things from every point guard that I watch, and you know that's why yeah, you know I, whenever there's, whenever there's NBA games, I'll tune into them and just just watch. I watch everything honestly, like not even basketball stuff. I watch how we react with teammates. Like I watch the bet. Like like Steph Curry's a great leader. I always watch how he reacts to. Like I remember he had like. Two points in the first half. He was walking off smiling, and then he had like thirty in the second half. It's cool mm-hmm. seeing that. Mm-hmm. Like I've always, so I, I learn a lot from a lot of players. Not even in terms of basketball itself. I just try and like just just how, 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 like how do they how do they react to certain situations? So it's cool seeing that. Nice. All right. So the next, the, we're gonna wrap up with these final two. I want to get your opinion about other players on your team. So the first one is about Sharif. Um, and this question is, I want to, what has Marcus seen from Sharif this season in terms of all-around improvement in his game? And how would he compare, compare sophomore Sharif to freshman Sharif? Oh, Reese probably made, you know, him and, I think him and Christian maybe hand-in-hand hand the biggest jumps from, from Reef freshman to sophomore and Christian sophomore to junior, I think. Just the way Reef, I think Reef was just like, sure, you know, Reef was just like a Man. deer in the headlights freshman year. He was just... It'd be days everything would click, but then there'd be days everything wouldn't click. It was never like in between because he would play one speed and you know, I mean it's not his I mean, we're all as a freshman, I was like that. So it's like there's mm-hmm. no there's no um it's just like the process of working on it. And you know, this this year I think he had a great a great summer. I mean, he worked on his shot a lot. He he's 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 even being more of a leader, he's talking to guys and um He's just a more confident player, and you know he's not just—it's not just about defense with him. You know he, that defense will always be, you know, who he is. But that—that that is actually—he—he he has a, an offensive package. He knows how to read a ball screen. He—he he gets the scout now. He at freshman year he didn't really—he didn't know everything going on, like in terms of who he's guarding and mm-hmm. how he needs to—who's the shooter? Or who? How do I need to guard this guy? What happens if? Someone goes off a ball screen. Do I need a tag? Like now he gets all that, and now he's growing. Now he's teaching other guys, you know, the ropes a little bit. And you know, I expect his sophomore junior year to be even a bigger jump. So I'm real happy. I'm real happy for him, and you know, I think he's gonna have a great career. Do you guys go against each other a lot in practice these days? You said it's a lot of yeah. I mean, we yeah, it's a lot of scout stuff. So not as much as I want to, because you know, I get better playing against Reef. Right. I think he is better playing against me. So. I think these next live uh, ten days we will. Mm-hmm. Um, he is nur- he is nursing. A, he has had a little ankle injury. Yep, that he's been nursing for a little while. Yeah, which is which you know for a player like him, he uses his quickness. Probably that's probably his best. That's probably his best advantage. You know, on both ends of the floor, and that's probably went down a little bit because of his ankle injury. And he but he's nursing it, and that's why I think these eleven days off are really important for us because mm. he can he can really get you know, get that leg a lot better in. But, um, no, Reef has, he's made a huge jump, and I'm real happy for him. As right, so the last one is on Christian. This is Johnny Atala chiming in, so um, shout-out to John. We 
you probably miss him in practice too. Um, of course, must, I can't he, believe like, you guys aren't there. I know, the, I didn't not know, once. I like, yo, Marcus. I said, to, I said to Matt, like, I actually was. I forget what it was. It might have been one of our first episodes. I was like, oh, oh it was the game when you were out, right? When you uh, St. John's was your hamstring. I like was saying to Matt, I was like, yo, have you like, did you see my practice? He's like, dude, I don't go to practices like mm-hmm. anymore. I was like. What? Like, what? What world is this? Like, I didn't. I literally didn't like put process that. Like, you you had told me, but I still yeah. didn't understand. I'm yeah. like, wait, nope, not one. You're not at practice. That's that's not that's not practice. If it's mm-hmm. if that's not there, was it even practice? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yo. Yeah. So John wants to know. John wants to know what's Christian. What do you think Christian's best dunk this year is? What would you vote for? Ooh, that's a tough one. He's had a lot of good dunks. Mm-hmm. I probably say the Kansas one. Oh, uh, the windmill oh, off yeah. the slip. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it wasn't a windmill. It was the. Oh, he didn't. Did he not windmill it? No, he did. There was a windmill off the slip. He had another one too, though. You oh, talking okay. about the one he punched it? He just punched it through. When that he one? punched it. It was yeah. when he kind of gathered it. When he took one, yeah, yeah, one yeah. Let dude bounce on him. He just went. I was like, whoa. Like from <laughs> no, my angle, because I passed it to him. I was like, yeah. He's like, like man. When he windmilled it off the slip, though, too. I was like, oh no, he's. He's on a different level right now. Like he was feeling something else. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah, think that? You think one, he was like, yeah, the, the, yeah, Nebraska dunk. That was that was dope. Yeah, that was the like the, uh, <laughs> yeah. he slowed up for that one too. He's like, I'm gonna punch this and I'm gonna I'm gonna show the crowd something right here. Yeah, yeah. What was the one? What was the one? He he threw it down backwards. He, he that was uh that was that was uh Georgetown. Uh, that was, that was, that was cool. pink out pink out game. Yeah, that was cold. Yeah. Though. That yeah. was cool, but the Kansas one got at me because maybe just because like that was one of that was thing that was the first game with fans and mm-hmm. that was like that really got the juices going for us. We was like, I was like, just my angle. I was like, whoa, he was slammed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I've, I I actually want to ask one more about Christian. Like he got, I thought he got snubbed this week. Like you look at his numbers, he like, did, he did, yeah, he did. I, I did. I mean, he shot like 80% from the field. It's so stupid. He missed four shots in two games. Like, what? Yeah. And then playing that's, against Wahab and JRE, like, that's not an easy. That's what I'm saying. Not, oh, those are not easy matchups for, for a guy like Christian. Like, how much is he? How much? Yeah, I know. But, like, how much does having a five man who basically is like a guard out there, like, he can bring the ball up off rebounds and initiate offense? That's like no other yeah. five in the league, maybe in the country, can do that. Like how much yeah. uh, more dynamic does it make you guys when he can just do everything he does from like the skill of a guard at that size and that position for you? Yeah, man, he's versatile and he's worked at it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, just him being able to. I th- one thing about him, I think he knows exactly what his advantages are when he's out there. Mm-hmm. And I think at, in the past he hasn't like. Freshman didn't he didn't know how to use he didn't he realized that he just figured he's a big and he had to play like a big and sophomore year he kind of got through that transition of you know I can use my advantage as a guard but be a big but it wasn't all the way there and now this year he's like like I'm faster these dudes I'm quicker I can I'm 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 as smart I've been around for three years from I'm, I'm smarter and I can I jump higher and I'm you know, I'm, I'm still 220 pounds, 215 that pounds. So I'm still strong. And he can – he's worked on his touch, worked on his, his shot a lot. So, he has, he has confidence right now. And that's everything. But 
one I think I know he knows his advantages. He knows that they're gonna he knows our ball screens, they're gonna I'm gonna come off and they're gonna try and maybe tra- probably trap or you know, we call it Jimmer, just try and get it out of my hands quick so he he slips out quick. So he kinda knows like he'll even come me during games like he's like, Yo, I'm gonna slip this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm or I'm gonna rescreen it. So just just get ready. So he kinda knows how to he's smarter, so I think that's been a huge jump for him. And each game, I think he's realized that, and I'm I'm real happy for him. Yeah, I think he really, he did deserve that Player of the Week this weekend. Mm-hmm. He did. You know, I wrote that on Twitter. I have to, I quote tweeted your tweet, Matt. And <laughs> yeah, I know. No, kind of made me mad. I'm like, dang, like, how, how did he? Well, I'm just like, yeah, you look at it like, wait a minute, why? Like, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, I no, I t- yeah. Matt, I said it even to you. I'm like, at halftime, I was like, at least I'm like. CB finally getting the credit he deserves because like mm-hmm. they didn't even on Fox they didn't even talk about him until like this was the first game they finally had a Christian Bishop like look at what his stats were his field goal yeah. percentage like everything and so I'm like finally getting his credit yeah and then I'm, I was thinking it was gonna be play of the year so well because yeah, they, went, the they went into they went into Saturday they were like yeah Jeremiah Robinson Earl is probably the player of the year in the league right now and I'm like yeah that's probably true he's been playing ridiculous and then. Christian just like he had his worst game of his career, and Christian yeah, was cool. awesome. So it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. So Christian was awesome. Yeah. The player of the year front runner that you just said was the best in the league had his worst game ever, ever. And what does that tell you? Like, who is the you know? Yeah. Like who should get the who should get the credit for that? Essentially, like if you're doing. Nah, I agree. Exactly. Way, so. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I just think I, I think it's I you know he, you, the way you talk about him and then you way, the way you watch you guys like there's a lot of like thinking going on on the court that not a lot of teams do from you know one through five like Mitch the way he manipulates guys rescreening mm-hmm. <laughs> rescreening all the time constantly running cutting same with you I mean DJ just is on one hundred constantly every second mm-hmm. he's out there like, yep yeah um yeah it's pretty fun to watch well hey we appreciate your time though um. We'll let you get some downtime in for this week that you got. Let you kick back yeah, and relax. Enjoy your, enjoy your got study hall, man. man. Yeah. You got study hall, man. Oh, maybe go no. back and study those Brady highlights in that study hall. Maybe you go back and watch rewatch the Super Bowl. You about to go check in with Adam? You about to go check in with Adam? Yeah, he t- I think I had to have like three. I didn't even know. He texted me. He's like, you coming? So I was like, oh, I got to come at four, man. I got to tell myself what's up, though. Tell myself what's up. All right. Well, thanks, Marcus. Right, everybody, thank thanks, you, for, uh, thanks for your questions, everybody. Thanks, Marcus, for hopping on. This has been episode nine, Scurry in the Scrub. Peace out. Signing off.